the criticisms of, of the vice president have been coming at her since she was picked by Joe Biden to be his running mate. My question is, are they doing it not because they think she's incompetent, but because they know her potential and they're afraid of her? Clearly, it's the uh, the latter, very much afraid of her uh, political powers. She uh, she has an awe-inspiring political presence and semantic presence. Her semantic presence is truly awe-inspiring. One dare not compete with that. Her eloquence is unmatched in the modern world. She is Kamala Harris. That's it's comma. Kama like the punctuation and then la, right? That's uh, she explained that to the view, to the view. Kama, it's kama like the punctuation and then la, like la ti da. Well, happy Monday to you and welcome. That was uh, Jonathan Capehart of the Washington Post, naturally, also of MSDNC, because it's a circle fest in a hot tub. And they filled the hot tub with uh, strawberry jello. Did you notice that? They got the jello thing going. It's, it's kind of uh, it's our, our news media. What would we do? Speaking of which, a couple of additional news media stories today. It turns out that the Associated Press was fully aware of the Democrat porn, internet porn lady. Uh, the you know Is she a hooker just because she does sex acts online and then asks for money in the form of tokens? Is that like sex for money and... Then her husband is there part of the time, but not all of the time, right? And there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, black lights and moist towelettes. And somebody throw that lady a towel. Uh, But it turns out the Associated Press was aware of all of this, of the videos of the Democrat running for the House of Delegates in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And when the Associated Press found out, did they report the story dutifully, as you might, if you were a journalist? Um, No, they didn't. They didn't. What, they just sat on the story, so to speak? Well, not exactly. See, what they did is they went to the Democrat and they told her that this was looming out there because the Associated Press is no longer a news organization. Now it's another engorged appendage of the Democrat Party. And uh, that is uh, quite an amazing story. And once again, Luke Rosiak has the story and the Washington Post doesn't, doesn't have the story. Amazing stuff. Yes, indeed. Also, the Democrat Secretary of State in Maryland, the state of Maryland, is uh, now making an effort to have President Trump's name removed from ballots in Maryland because she's a commie, as it turns out. Just a total commie and a fascist. But what's the difference? You know, who killed more, the commies or the fascists? And didn't the fascists, fascists call themselves a socialist workers party? The Socialist Workers Party. So, yeah, that's a kind of a funny thing. So we got a couple of a couple of stories for you today. Also, the uh, really fun story. My best girl showed it to me over the weekend. Uh, a what? A, we're, we're guessing a a six year old kid, probably a six year old kid. He's in a room with a man. Looks a little bit like an interrogation room, probably at a school. And uh, the and the man, who's an adult, puts down a stack of cash on a table. Stack of cash on the table. And he says, this is $10,000 in cash. You can have this $10,000 in cash, he says to the kid. Uh, or, or like behind door number two, it's a game show. Or, he says, I have these brand new Oreo cookies for you. 
I think he says they're brand new, right? Brand new Oreo cookies. And he puts down two Oreo cookies on the table. And the kid, the kid, you see, he's very excited now that he sees two Oreo cookies on the table next to the stack of cash uh, valued at $10,000 American money. And the kid naturally chooses the two Oreo cookies because he's a kid. And then the Democrats tried to convince him that he was a girl, and they cut off his genitalia, put it in a mayonnaise jar, put it on Funkin' Wagnall's front porch, where it will remain until noon today. Isn't that amazing? So I've got, uh, I've got that for you, because that's uh, quite amazing. Also, President Trump did an interview, amazingly and inexplicably, with uh, NBC Fake News yesterday on their television program, Meet the Press. They call it Meet the Press. And, and engage in the circle fest because they had that New York Times boy there and, uh, and he, uh, boy, I, I got to tell you, this whole thing. And um, what's her name? Uh, you know, Kristen Welker is the new fake anchor took over for, for uh, the other joke, Chunk, Chunk Todd, who has moved on to Browner Pastures or something like that. And, and he, uh, uh, Chunk, who is, of course, a Democrat Senate campaign staffer whose wife is a Democrat Party apparatchik who campaigns for um, Bernie Sanders and other communists, you know. Uh, but now uh, Kristen Welker has taken over, and there are already calls to boycott from the left. The left wants to boycott NBC News and uh, meet the press, sometimes known as face the meat. But that's uh, when their CNN colleagues join them in the hot tub. Um and so the left wants to boycott. Their, it's pound sign, boycott, meet the press. They got a pound sign. Remember that um, pound me too movement? Then it turned out it was all them groping uh, the women. And, and, uh, and then they kind of, that whole, went, that whole thing went away. It's like, wait a minute, we're, we're really only catching Democrats and media people here. Where in the world is Matt Lauer anyway? He's uh, somewhere playing duck, duck, goose. But uh, keep him away from everybody. Keep him away from your wife. And that's, uh, you know, that's the Democrat Party. But it is, uh, how many times, uh, we're going to have to look this up, how many times Kristen Welker used the word abortion yesterday. She used the word abortion more times than probably any single person in a number of years. She, um, in, a, in a single day, it was quite amazing. I was watching the interview yesterday. Then they came out and New York Times boy So well, with all the lies there, ha, 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 ha. And President Trump was saying, you know, Democrats, they want to have abortion on demand up to the moment of birth. And, and some even after, he said. And she, she bristled. Her hackles were up. She said, that's not true. The only problem is that is true. I mean, I know that she's not very bright and she doesn't follow the news and she doesn't really know. Uh, I don't know if she reads the papers, reads the papers or uh, follows the news at all. But uh, she's wrong. Uh, and I will uh, cite the now former governor, you know, the Klansman governor of uh, Virginia, the Democrat Ralph Northam, who amazingly is a medical doctor and a pediatrician. And he talked about babies being born alive in a botched abortion. That's a botched abortion is a medical procedure in which everyone survives. That's a botched abortion. And, um, and uh, governor, then governor Ralph Northam, told a local radio station in Washington, D.C., and if by some strange twist the baby should survive, we would set it aside and discuss it with the parents and keep a meat tenderizer nearby in case we had to whack, 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 to, you know, shut the uh, little B word up. So that's, uh, we got that. 
And that was uh, the the interview was full of interesting stuff. Not be well, Kristen Welker talking over him the whole time, advancing the Democrat Party's political agenda, and uh, and still the left wants to boycott her and NBC fake news and uh, face the meat their little Sunday show that people used to watch but really don't anymore. So we've got uh, we've got that, and it's an amazing story. It certainly is. Yes, sir. Uh, 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 uh. And the Washington Post with their uh, piece, Democrats are crazy to insist only Biden can beat Trump. That's the Washington Post. That's their way of saying Biden's not going to be there. I heard uh, some media people on Friday saying, I don't think Joe Biden's going to be the candidate next year. Well, if you had taken my word for it months ago when I talked about it on the radio months ago and posted a video months ago saying that Joe Biden wouldn't be the candidate next year. And then, uh, of course, I explained that their problem from that point is what do they do with Kamala because she's a WOC and they can't just kick a WOC to the curb unless they replace her with another WOC. What's a WOC, Mike? That's a woman of color, a woman of color. And that that's uh, you check at least two boxes there. And uh, that's the, the identity politics grab bag because that's it. Yeah, but Democrats are crazy to insist only Biden can beat Trump. They think that, you know, any gang leader can uh, beat Trump because they, they love gang leaders and crime. Uh, by the way, Biden appointed a multi-billionaire heiress and Obama, Obama mega donor Peggy Pritzker to oversee Ukraine's economic recovery because she inherited a lot of money. So, you know, why wouldn't she know about economic recovery in Ukraine? That makes a lot of sense. Uh, But, you know, it's another multi-billionaire. Also worked for uh, President Trump, but really she's a Democrat. Trump just didn't have a lot of Republicans waiting to take those jobs. So also 72% of Americans believe Biden is not physically healthy enough to be president. 72% 72% of us, which is nice, I think. And it uh, means that people, you know, the, uh, the amazing innate intelligence of the American people, even when the news media doesn't report the stuff ever, somehow the American people find out it is, you know, the death of the media monopoly, what with Al Gore's amazing internet and everything, peace be upon him. So great stuff. The Daily Caller has a piece today. Here's all the evidence connecting Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. And they they tick off, I'm not sure if it's all of the evidence, but a good deal of the evidence certainly uh, laid out in one Daily Caller piece, and that's very helpful. The Washington Post will never do that piece because they're fluffers and not journalists, honestly. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And a Republican congressman, so-called, he'll forever be the uh, rhino Ken Buck, Ken Buck a uh, so-called Republican member of the House of Representatives. Biden impeachment inquiry is the wrong thing at the wrong time, he says. And he's against it. He's like, there's no evidence here. That's because he gets his news from CNN and MSNBC, so he has no idea what's going on. But we'll uh, we'll get to that. Also in Chicago, you've heard of it. It's a big city in the Midwest. Uh, Chicago, they... Uh, the, they're criminal children. They raise their children to be criminals and to shoot people and to steal everything. Um, and they're, they're Democrats, you know I mean? Come on. So uh, in Chicago, the theft is so rampant that stores are closing everywhere. I was uh, sharing with you the story of the grocery store, a giant grocery store in Washington, D.C. 
It, it's a, not just a really big grocery store. That's the name of the chain is the giant grocery store. And in Washington, D.C., in a rough-and-tumble neighborhood where a lot of Democrats shoot people, that's how you can tell it's a big Democrat neighborhood, because of all the shootings. Stop shooting people. Stop shooting people. That'd be a real good story. If only there were a political leader anywhere in the country that would say that out loud, uh, much less a Democrat. But the, um, the giant food store is robbed and plundered and looted so constantly that they've been losing money forever, and now they're closing. They're closing the grocery store in an ethnically rich and culturally diverse neighborhood. You know, that is to say a neighborhood where a lot of people get shot because that's uh, what goes on there. And so they're going to close the grocery store. Now the lefties are screaming and pounding the table saying, you're going to make a food desert. No, you made a food desert because you're criminal kids, see, and many of the adults too, because you steal everything and you've robbed the store blind and they took major losses forever, and now they're shutting the store down because enough is enough. Which reminded me that Walmart, the uh, megastore Walmart, they shut down a whole bunch of stores in Chicago because what they what they called profitability. That is to say that the Democrats were robbing the places blind all day, every day. So Walmart shut down the stores, and guess what happened? Food desert. They love that term, food desert. They create them. And uh, I got to tell you, and then they blame the company and they blame capitalism and they blame everybody but the people responsible, which is normal for the left, because they're usually the ones that are responsible. And in this case, they most certainly are the ones that are responsible for the giant grocery store closing in Anacostia in Washington, D.C., Southeast D.C., and for all the stores closing in Chicago and people fleeing. Because the Democrats are, are they all criminals, Michael? Is that, is that what I'm to hear? Well, so many of them are robbing and stealing and, and looting and plundering and, and stealing cars and carjacking and shooting people. Uh, you know, the Democrat Party. Well, now they've got a completely crazy idea, the radical left-wing extremists uh, mayor in Chicago. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon Johnson. He's saying, now the city of Chicago is going to open and operate grocery stores. This is their plan because they've robbed everybody blind. And what makes you think that they're not going to be robbed blind? Well, they will be, but they don't care because they're the government and they're not in it to make a profit. They're in it to lose money and to be robbed blind. So this is their their new plan. By the way, that's, you know, like central planning. It is the government controlling the means of production, controlling access to food, uh, that's communism, I think, isn't it? Aren't they just out of the closet, Bolshevik communists um, and criminals? Let's not forget. Also, nine juveniles escaped from a detention center in uh, Pennsylvania. I believe they've captured all nine of them now. Uh, police put out a bulletin saying they're looking for nine young Democrats that escaped from a juvenile detention facility. Uh, also, the United States Senate, you can dress like a hobo. No, a hobo. You can dress like a bum that lives under a bridge and drinks cans of Schaefer beer in the Senate. It's called the Fetterman Rule. But there's a double standard they're applying already because they couldn't be bigger hypocrites. But there goes the the dress code in the Senate. And it's going to have to be reestablished when this member of the Adams family is kicked out of the Senate. Uh, 
The Biden administration making the Ayatollahs richer in Iran. The UAW strike. The Air Force's birthday. And a whole lot more. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Got a bucket full of crazy Democrats for you today. I'll pull them out one at a time. Toss them onto the table. Uh, right now, let's go to the telephones. I got to have you see the, the parents throwing a gender reveal party. The parents here throwing a excited parents throw a gender reveal party for their teenager. For their teenager, they're going to long last uh, allow their child to reveal their gender because Democrats aren't entirely sure. Uh, all right, let's go to Matt calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Matthew, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Happy Talk Like a Pirate Day Eve in Indictment-topia. Thank and, you. Um, so I've been hearing about states like Maryland and other lefty states trying to get Trump off the ballot. And I, I wondered, why do they care? He's not going to win that state anyway. But if you look at it in the broader context of you know coordination with other um, swing states with lefty legislatures trying to pass this, our electoral votes go to the winner of the popular vote. Then it makes a lot of sense because, you know, if he's Trump's missing all the votes from Maryland and if he's got zero votes from those other states, there's no way he's going to win the popular vote for sure. So that means those other states, no matter who their people vote for, they're going to give their electoral votes to Biden. You're suggesting that they're very sinister and corrupt people. (laughs) They are Democrats. (laughs) They are Democrats. And you're right, the uh, Democrat Secretary of State in Maryland here is the Secretary of State considers removal of Trump from election ballots. I started singing Deutschland Uber Alles when I saw they have no idea. I think they're too stupid to know that they're fascists, that they're communists. But what's the difference? Yeah, it's a funny little, it was a, uh, a thing making the rounds over the weekend. Excited parents throw gender reveal party for their teenager. That's the Democrat party. They are suffering from gender dysphoria and some kind of a child LGBTQ sexual obsession. It's uh, pretty crazy. You see that the um, United States Senate has changed their long-standing rules having to do with decorum in the sen- in the Senate chamber and uh, they have a dress code a dress code which they have had I think forever and ever uh, the headline in the radical left-wing extremist uh, uh, New York magazine goodbye dress code and it says goodbye comma dress code colon 
I don't, you know, I don't think you needed the comma there, but the colon, I understand you love your colons. Senators can now vote in sweatpants. That's the, uh, that's the headline from New York Magazine. And then, of course, you cut to a picture of Senator Fetterman, who is a, a member of the Adams family. And he is, uh, the, you know, the fact that this guy beat an internationally renowned heart surgeon and professor of cardiac surgery who was a TV star, a self-made man, the son of Turkish immigrants, and uh, this Frankenstein impersonator beat Dr. Mehmet Oz means that the Democrats are just huge racists, doesn't it? It's because his name was Mehmet, isn't it, that you guys didn't vote for him, you racists. What's his middle name? I bet he's got a fun middle name, too. And they didn't vote for him. So we've got this, uh, I mean, he he reminds me of Peter Boyle in, uh, you know, the... <laughs> The Mel Brooks classic, Young Frankenstein. I, I, I expect to see him come out one of these days in white tie and tails with a walking stick and a top hat and try to sing Putting on the Ritz because this guy is just a bucket of something. But goodbye dress code. Senators can now vote in sweatpants. And it's because of this one, I think, mentally impaired senator from Pennsylvania. What's the matter with you, Pennsylvania? You know, the media obviously did a did a job on uh, Mehmet Oz. They thought he was great when they thought he was a Democrat, and then he decided to run. Same thing with Donald Trump. He kind of got the Donald Trump treatment. They all loved him, had him on their TV shows, put him in movies. And then he said, I'm going to run for president. And they said, yay, he's going to run for president. And then he said, as a Republican. And then they burned police cars for six months because they're the left. They're not liberals. And so the Senate now, because the Democrats are in charge and, you know, they, uh, mm, 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 mm. I just, I had to uh, censor myself there just a little bit because of the words that were going through my mind. Town Hall Magazine, Fetterman's trademark hoodies and shorts are here to stay after a Senate makes dress code changes. And this Fetterman guy, I mean, honestly, uh, uh, he shouldn't be in the Senate or the House or the State House. He, he shouldn't be the dog catcher, maybe dog catcher. Um, and uh, and we, we are in embarrassment to ourselves right now, but we live in, a, in an age without shame, without shame. Bring back shame might be a good movement to begin. How about that pound sign, bring back shame? And instead of saying to this one mental case of a senator who also looks like he's from a horror movie, honestly. So, I, you know, and it, it, it's a zombie apocalypse movie. And here comes Senator Fetterman. Le- what, there he is. He just showed up at the microphones. <laughs> and he's trying to sing Putting on the Ritz. How did I know that would happen? The United States Senate dress code will correspond with the downhill road the country is heading under President Joe Biden. On Sunday, Senator Chuck Schumer, Democrat New York, announced that there would no longer be a dress code for upper house members elected by those they serve, allowing them to wear whatever they want. Schumer came in today dressed like Queen Victoria. That was kind of weird. A long flowing black gown with a tiara and a scepter and high heels. I thought that was a little weird. On Sunday, Senator Chuck Schumer announced that there would be no longer be a dress code in the upper house later they serve, allowing them to wear whatever they want, whether it be workout clothes or a bathing suit. Let's hope that none of them 
show up in bathing suits. Senators can choose what they wear on the Senate floor. I will continue to wear a suit. What kind of a suit? A space suit? A sticky, gluey suit? However, others entering the chamber must comply with the dress code. Men, now this is, get a load of this, because if you're a Senate staffer, if you work for one of the senators, like Tara Reid used to, for example, and then Joe Biden sexually assaulted her with his hands and fingers, pinning her against a wall. But that's okay, because he's a Democrat, and they all sexually assault women. Just ask, you know, John Kennedy and Bill Clinton and Anthony Weiner, and uh, the list goes on. So they go, okay, not all of them, just so many of them. And then in the media, where in the world is Matt Lauer and and uh, the list is uh, long there. Hey, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo and then his brother, Fredo Cuomo. Gropity grope. It runs in the family. So uh, others entering the chamber, if you're a staffer, you still must wear a suit and tie or at least a jacket and tie. Women must wear business attire unless you're a member of the Senate, in which case the rules do not apply to you because, as we know, the hypocrites the party of hypocrites and car bombers and terror groups, the Democrat Party, from the KKK to the SDS to, to Jonestown, never mind that, the uh, looting and plundering, Black Lives Matter. How You know, there were four members of the Proud Boys were stabbed in Washington, D.C. by Black Lives Matter, and the Proud Boys are in jail and Black Lives Matter is not. Huh, that's kind of fascinating. Isn't that amazing? So the, uh, the staffers must continue to wear business attire. And if you're a visitor visiting the Senate as a guest of someone, you must wear business attire, at least jacket and tie, suit and tie for men, and business attire for women, unless you're an elected miscreant, in which case you can dress like a street prostitute and uh, you will be received warmly by Chuck Schumer and the Democrats who may offer you money in exchange for sexual favors, just like they do outside of the Senate chamber. Isn't that amazing? Fetterman. This is called the Fetterman Rule. I don't think that uh, the Senate's calling that, but the uh, new initiative will allow Democrat Senator John Fetterman, Democrat Pennsylvania, to wear his trademark hoodies and gym shirts while representing America. Fetterman has been known for wearing Carhartt hoodies, right? Carhartt hoodies, like construction of vest, high-quality uh, gear, to be sure, but uh, not fashionable, you know, uh, construction site stuff, but but really good, well-made stuff. While conducting official business for his state, he has previously been praised for, quote, turning heads, end quote, and quote, redefining fashion in the stuffy Senate, end quote. That's what we want to do. Honestly, you gang of miscreants, unbelievable, just appalling. Well, not unbelievable, uh, appalling. I'm often appalled, but rarely, rarely shocked. So after being released from his six-week stay at a medical center where he was treated for clinical depression, I, I can understand, you know, every time he passes a reflection of himself, how that might set in. So the Democrat has refused to dress professionally for every occasion, even when voting on issues. It turns out that uh, Fetterman found a workaround in the Senate dress code rules. He stands in the doorway of the Democrat cloakroom, where they may keep Russian prostitutes. It's not clear. You can't go in there. He stands in the doorway of the cloakroom side entrance just off of the floor of the United States Senate, and he yells, Yeah! Or he yells, Nay! Nee! 
Uh, there, there he is voting from the cloakroom off on the side. And this is pretty amazing stuff. Senators can dodge the dress code by voting from the edge of the Senate floor with one foot still in the cloakroom if they choose. They can hold their thumb up or down like the Roman Senate, uh, live or die, to indicate their vote and then step back out of the chamber. <laughs> According to Axios, the rule is more of an informal custom that will be enforced by the sergeant at arms. Is sergeant at arms. And, and the staffers still have to, because were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. So the Fetterman dragging decorum in Washington, D.C. down, it's really Chuck Schumer. Fetterman is a mental case who shouldn't be in the Senate. He's not up to it, just like Joe Biden's not up to the job, just like Kamala Harris is not up to the job. Honestly, the list goes on and on and on. Um, absolutely nuts. Also, texting with my friend Hung Kao in uh, Virginia today, a great American, just a, just a great American, and a uh, Naval Academy grad, proud Naval officer, running for uh, uh, Congress last time around. The Democrats, did they, did they vote for this great American son of immigrants and, and uh, from Vietnam and a, and, and a Naval Academy grad? No, the Democrats, no, they, they went with uh, Jennifer Wexton, Jennifer Wexton, who announced yesterday that she will not seek re-election. She will not seek re-election because... Sadly, she's been diagnosed with a very advanced form of Parkinson's disease, which is called progressive supranuclear palsy, uh, PSPP, a form of atypical Parkinsonism. And as a result, she will serve out, serve out the remainder of her term and then not seek reelection. Uh, but it was known that she was suffering from this, this terrible physical malady when she was running the last time around. But the news media, you know, our news media, what would our news media do if we had a news media? Honestly, just just amazing and appalling. Your Democrat Party. And remember, you know, as we look at the, uh, the Democrats, because, uh, again, the headline in Maryland, uh, Secretary of State considers removal of Trump from election ballots, from election ballots, right? And then you look a little further, Trump's place on primary ballot in Maryland under consideration, Secretary of State says, and six states, six states, the Washington Examiner has the story and the Washington Post doesn't because it's not a newspaper, six states facing, uh, facing push to keep Donald Trump off 2024 ballot. That's because, as I'm fond of saying, the Democratic Party isn't. Honestly, friendly fire isn't. Common courtesy isn't. The Democratic Party isn't. Boy, are they not democratic. They are the undemocratic party. And they are anti-democratic in the United States of America. They would steal anything from anyone. Uh, honestly, you know, uh, political seats, ballots. Pay no attention to any of the videotapes you've seen or uh, the documentary films. That's just uh, just amazing. Just amazing, I'm telling you. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's see. I know we have a lot of things to get to, but let us go to the telephones once again. Let's go to Rick calling from Manassas, Virginia. Rick, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Hey, Rick. Uh, I know you have a phenomenal memory, but the last time, to my knowledge, the Senate uh, clothing rule was changed 
when there was a Democrat named uh, Ben Nighthorse Campbell. They uh, debated this on the floor to allow him to wear a bolo tie. He was a Native American who, by the way, later switched from the Democrat Party, Dopeycrat Party, to the Republicans. Uh, he used to belong to our hog chapter, uh, Harley Owners Group out in Manassas, which is where I met him. And he, he changed anyway. Yeah. But uh, now Fetterman, because he's not even smart enough to tie a tie, much less a double Windsor, uh, they had to change the rules because he can't even dress himself. So uh, that's my comment. And um, I want to hear your response. Well, that's good. I remember Ben Nighthorse Campbell as well. And he was, you know, he was pretty cool. Even when he was a Democrat, he was pretty cool. And then he proved it by leaving the Democrat Party. Um, Colorado, right? He was Colorado. I think that's right. And um, and and uh, he was, uh, you know, but but that is like a cultural thing, making a cultural accommodation for the uh, the bolo tie, and it was a traditional custom, and um, and he liked it, and the Senate said okay for you, and he had a ponytail, and he was cool, uh, and and back home he dressed up like the full headdress and and things for for Native American rituals and events. And uh, he was always, you know, he was always, I just think, the word cool well, when I think about Ben Nor- well, Minor Campbell. Well, Chris, yeah. Chris Fetterman dresses up for Democratic events. I mean, he looks just like you suggested. He looks like Lurch or some character from the Adams family. I mean, th- this is disgusting that Pennsylvania has that many dumb people, a lot of smart people, but that many dumb people that would put that complete idiot and miscreant in the Senate. Amazing. It is amazing. You know, the news media loved and adored him, and they smeared and slandered Dr. Mehmet Oz, a medical doctor, a a heart surgeon, a professor of heart surgery, a TV star, articulate, you know, looks like a TV anchor man. And he lost because the media has that kind of power. That's what information dominance is all about. That's what the merger between state and corporate power in the United States is all about. And the Associated Press passed on a Dem candidate's porn scandal and alerted her to the coming scandal. The Associated Press, instead of reporting the story, they covered it up and then they got into bed with her. I want you to think they tried to get a date that they send her some tokens and maybe get a little Mogambo for their effort. Get some Mogambo. That's right. We are at 888-630-9625. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, the Associated Press um, passed on the story of a Democrat. It's a porn scandal, Democrat running for the State House in Virginia. Her name is Susanna Gibson. And Luke Rosiak, reporter for the Daily Wire, 2022 MRC Bulldog Award winner. Uh, award winner. I'm a 2023 MRC Bulldog Award winner myself. And uh, so congratulations to Luke Rosiak, who actually reports the news. And Luke Rosiak found out that correspondence viewed by the Daily Wire shows the Associated Press was tipped off about the pornographic content of the Democrat running for the statehouse. And control of the statehouse may depend on her seat, whether she wins or, according to the news media, which lies all the time. So the AP was tipped off about the pornographic uh, videos online on September 5th. 
But the Associated Press didn't report anything on it. In fact, they went to the Gibson people and tipped them off. Hey, we're not going to report it. We're just the Associated Press. But it turns out there are a bunch of naked porn videos that you posted on the Internet, and other people have found out about them, and it's about to go public. So they tipped off Gibson. And then after other news organizations reported it, the Associated Press then followed other people on September 12th, a week later. But they sat on the story because they're a front group for the Democrat Party. And, you know, it's like you got the porn lady and, you know, she's, uh, you know, a trampy, um, uh, slutty. Uh, and then and then you, you hear that and they say, hey, wait a minute. My daughter is trampy and slutty. My wife is trampy and slutty. I can't condemn her for being trampy and slutty and posting porn on the Internet just because, you know, she's a Democrat. So they'll stand by her. And actually, if you're a Democrat woman running for office and and you're identified, your label as trampy and slutty, your, your stock may actually go up with the Democrat Party. Don't you think? I think it's a distinct possibility. Um, man, that's your de- – and that's the not your Democrat Party. It's also your news media, which is, once again, the merger of state and corporate power. Uh, the Associated Press being a corporate power, and it's a big corporate power. It's one of the world's leading news organizations. Everybody follows the Associated Press in every newsroom. And they had the story, but they didn't report it. Had it been a Republican, they would have had a fireworks display out of the Associated Press headquarters. They, um, you know, the Associated Press used to be the, the untouchable news organization. You could never say that they were biased in any way. They're the Associated Press. And now, here they are in the jello-filled hot tub again with the Democrat Party. Rub-a-dub-dub, the merger of state and corporate power. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 